Hi, this is Bennett Tomlin with your Scientific Nutrition Update, the show where in 5 to 10 minutes you get my quick thoughts on something new or interesting in the world of health, nutrition, or fitness. For today's episode, we're going to talk about bacon. Wait, no. Well, kinda. We're talking about nitrates, a preservative in bacon and other cured meats, the compound that has been in the news and featured in documentaries that hate science, such as What the Health as a Dangerous Compound. Today I would like to challenge those rumors using my two favorite tools, science and reasoning. Let's begin. So let's start at the most basic level, processed meats as a whole. If we go to what the World Health Organization says, we will see processed meat is considered a group 1 carcinogenic. This means it's considered a carcinogenic compound in humans, in this case due to its link to colorectal cancer. This is a compelling link, and there's definitely an argument to be made that your consumption of processed meat should be cut to slightly lower your cancer risk. However, many people have tried to draw the link from this to nitrates in specific, partially thanks to some bad studies done in the 1970s that found giving large amounts of sodium nitrate to certain mice exacerbated their risk of developing certain cancers. Let's look at what all the evidence has to say though before we jump to any conclusions. There was an interesting study done that looked at the consumption between nitrates and stomach cancer risks and concluded, and I quote, newly published prospective epidemiological cohort studies indicate that there is no association between estimated intake of nitrite and nitrate in the diet and stomach cancer. That's a pretty comforting thing to me because in the stomach is where we first start watching it. We first see it in saliva, the conversion of nitrate to nitrite. Then we also see it continue in the stomach. And so if it was a carcinogen, we would expect to see stomach cancer developing. Furthermore, in 2003, the World Health Organization published a document discussing nitrates in specific. And they claim that there was no evidence to link nitrate consumption to human cancers. This again seems to suggest that people drawing the connection are fear-mongering and not actually looking at the underlying science. There was another interesting piece in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition that again concluded there was no real evidence to link it to cancer. But even better, they proposed an interesting and relatively inexpensive experiment to figure out whether or not nitrates are healthy or dangerous. Namely, they proposed feeding two groups of people a vegetable-heavy heavy diet, one receiving a diet high in nitrate-rich vegetables, and the other receiving a diet in nitrate-deficient vegetables, and seeing what different health effects emerged. Now the thing is, we can actually even pair the vegetables here, because um, lettuce grown in a greenhouse in the winter has significantly higher nitrate levels than, let's say, lettuce grown in a field in the summer. And organic vegetables also have lower levels of nitrate in them, just because you don't have the nitrogen-fixing fertilizer to grow them. So we can even actually match the vegetables consumed and just change the nitrate level and see what the health effect is. This is actually also really interesting because it leads into my next point, and that's about 80% of our dietary nitrates come from vegetables. While already getting huge amounts of nitrates, even if you cut out every single food with nitrates added to it, these are a naturally occurring compound. Also, nitrate-free bacon, which tends to cost more and taste worse, they just douse it in things like celery seed that are high in nitrates. So it's still got nitrates in it, you guys. You aren't fooling me. That's a marketing thing to take advantage of people's fear, and I frankly hate it. Now, there's even some who feel that nitrates may be better classified as a nutrient particularly because it 
can help promote nitric oxide production, which can be useful for cardiovascular health. In short, they believe that this nitric oxide or this nitrate consumption is necessary to ensure enough nitric oxide is produced in order to maintain appropriate cardiovascular health, actually flipping the traditional narrative about the dangers of nitrates. They even discuss how these compounds could be used therapeutically for treatment of diseases like myocardial infarction. Now, just to be clear, Nitrate-contaminated drinking water is bad and has been linked to dangerous health effects, but that's mostly irrelevant when we're looking at food consumption. Overall, as you can see, there is very little evidence for a link between nitrates and cancer, and furthermore, it may be a helpful nutrient. Now, I'm not saying bacon is healthy. I'm just saying nitrates don't make it unhealthy. I'd also like to give tip my hat to Meathead Goldwyn at Amazing Ribs, who inspired this episode and did a whole bunch of great... Um, work going through the journals to find research articles about this. That's all I got for you guys. Thanks, you guys. Remember, you can always find the show notes for this episode and the rest at scinutrient.com forward slash podcast. That's scinutrient.com forward slash podcast. If you find any great journal articles on anything you think I might find interesting, email them to me at scinutrient at gmail.com. If you have any other questions, send me a voice message on Anchor, and I'll try to answer them on this podcast. If you want to learn more about intermittent fasting, consider checking out my book, The Optimized Guide to Intermittent Fasting. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps more than you know. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, live long, live healthy, but most of all, live happy. Oh, thank you.